0: I'm going to make
1: him an offer again. I feel the need, the need, for Steve.
2: He's watched every movie more than once. He's Stephen Fanick.
3: Go ahead, make my day.
2: He's watched the latest Disney movies with his kids, uh, but that's about it. He's Trevor Long. Watch on a big screen High Sense TV.
1: Say hello
4: to my new friend!
2: The best movies you've never seen.
5: The first rule of Bike Club is you do not talk about Fight Club.
2: With Stephen Fennick and travel on this is the captain
3: brace for impact
0: welcome one and all to the best movies you've never seen this is a fun podcast that we do every week it's all about movies and it's about movies that i've seen many times my name is Stephen fenwick and I'm showing these movies to my good friend Trevor Long, who sadly hasn't had a big movie exposure in his, in his, in his
5: life. I haven't had the fun in my life. But
0: we are building up that library. We can, Mate, we're we're approaching the century. nearly the hundredth episode. Yeah, yeah. So we, we're getting there. You're you're. Oh. I, I'm loving now. Right, this is you. You mm. now making movie references when
5: <laughs> yourself, you We were, were at what? an event yesterday, what? and I referenced a movie we haven't even yeah. watched yet.
0: That's amazing. <laughs> I think wow, we're building up your skills here. Today, we are watching Rising Sun and a Warning. There is some explicit language in this one, so be careful. Uh, This was released in 1993, (laughs) starring Sean Connery and Wesley Snipes, directed by Philip Kaufman. It was based on the amazing Michael Crichton novel, which I actually read twice. I've read this book twice. Really? Smashed it. it you was don't a...
5: do books twice either. Not not often. That's a big deal yeah, for you.
0: very, very rarely. The other only, I think the only other book I've read twice apart from this is American Psycho. I find that strange. We've, which we've done that as you well. You love reading. Yeah.
5: And you love books. Yeah. But you'll watch a movie many times. You won't read a book, a, well, well, a book. Well, a book takes a
0: lot longer to read than watching a movie, does Okay, fair it? Yeah. enough. That's why I don't read now, books. Now, here's the thing, though.
5: When Michael Crichton
0: wrote this book mm. in the early 90s, the 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 character of John Connor, he wrote it with Sean Connery in mind, in would his head.
5: Read? Yes. So does that mean he wrote it thinking it would be a movie, well, or just
0: well, all of his movies up until then had his books oh, had been converted okay, right. to movies? Okay. So it, it so that that was pretty nice coincidence. And by the way, I thought of Sean Connery for this role.
5: Oh, let's see if he's available. Boom! And boom here he was. So had you had any impressions of this movie at all? No. Nope. Had you heard this? Of it? is uh, Like I feel like the title rings a bell, but only because Rising Sun is is. Yeah. You know, is a terminology, like a Japanese, it's a reference. Japanese reference. So yeah. I wouldn't have picked it as a movie, and I certainly wouldn't have picked Sean Connery, okay. if, you know, in a Millionaire question. So no, nah, this is a this is a blank slate for me entirely.
0: And uh,
5: this the the the
0: movie, uh, the screenplay, which was based on Michael Crichton's novel, mm. he he tried he co-wrote the screenplay with right. a guy named Michael Bax in, in conjunction with the director Philip Kaufman.
5: Right.
0: Now there was a bit of drama. They fell out, so there was a bit of a disagreement during the project. So Michael Crichton and Michael Bax actually quit the project. Oh, really? And left Philip Kaufman to to run it. That's seems- over one contentious issue hmm. is that he changed one of the lead characters to a black man. In the book, he was non-specific his race, yeah, yeah. and Philip Kaufman. I don't know whether that was the decision or one of the decisions that caused the the fallout. But that, that was a, that was one of the things that, that Michael Crichton apparently didn't agree with.
5: Seems an utterly ridiculous thing yeah, to have a feud over. It really doesn't really matter. Because I was going to say, I don't yeah, think yeah. the character's race has anything to do with well, the character.
0: we'll talk later how they made it a part of the film. Yeah. He made it an issue in the movie. There's some scenes I'll tell you about where the fact that, that, that Webb Smith is a black man, and that wasn't his, his name in the book, That that there are scenes that they created based on his race. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. In, uh, another interesting fact is that this is one of two Michael Crichton adaptations that hit the big screen in 1993. Can two? You tell the in other one, one? year? Yeah. No. Jurassic Park. Ah. That was the 30th anniversary of Jurassic Park. He did well that year, and didn't he? And 30th it? anniversary of this movie, too. So 30 years, doing very well. well. Unfortunately, he passed away in 2008. Not doing yeah, very well. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> not, not doing His legacy is doing very yes, well. Yes, yeah. his estate. Yeah. <laughs> This is your last exit before the freeway. We're going to take a very deep dive into Rising Sun. And if you haven't watched it, you can watch it through Fetch.
5: And Fetch TV is a great way to find a whole range of content. So if you head to FetchTV.com today, if you haven't got Fetch, just go to FetchTV.com today and you'll get a sense for everything about it. You know, you'll understand that this is more than just movies. It's entertainment. You've got, you've got TV shows, you've got movies, you've got apps, you've got sport. Um, there are channels here you can subscribe to should you choose to. It's not a requirement, but you could have ESPN, Discovery, um, BBC Earth, UK TV, Animal Planet, Universal, Discovery Turbo. There are so many channels. For as little as 6 bucks a month, you can get a channel pack. Then, of course, there's your streaming apps. There's your catch-up TV apps. There's Optus Sport, Bein Sports, UFC. It is absolutely action-packed. And, of course, there are movies. And we're not just talking a couple of movies. We're talking thousands of and thousands of movies uh, from not just Fetch because Fetch itself obviously has a library of movies you can rent and buy. There are over 9,500 movies to choose from in the Fetch movie store but then like Rising Sun you might find a movie that's not available to rent or buy it, but it'll be available somewhere else like in this case I actually bought this on Amazon Prime so because I have Amazon Prime on my Fetch because my Prime account allows me to rent or buy movies Fetch suggested straight away that I get this on Amazon Prime. So simple ways to find entertainment across a range of platforms. Fetch has the answer. You can get Fetch directly from uh, retail stores like uh, Bingley, Harvey Norman, JB Hi-Fi, or you can call your internet provider and say, hey, you got Fetch? Check it out at fetchtv.com.au. Okay. You have now watched Rising Sun Mm. uh, after
0: never hearing of it for 30 years. Yeah. So Moving under a rock. What are your first impressions? Don't give up everything. Your no. first impressions.
5: Is there a diehard vibe to this? Like just a bit like I, I don't know whether it's the tower building, yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like the tower. And, and I think the the company was Nakamoto.
0: Nakamoto. And now uh, diehard is Nakatomi. It's like yeah, yeah. I immediately Close, went, what's yeah. going on here? I
5: thought that actually myself. Yeah. Um good, cool, plus, yeah. you know, there's cop, um yes. there's a bit of that. So yeah. It had that vibe. Not to as me. many terrorists in this one. No, that's yeah, right. Yeah. I I will say straight up, it felt slow to me. It felt like a okay. a bit of a slow burn, but it was a good story and um, an enjoyable watch. And your tweet would be my tweet would be it's hard to it's hard to think Sean Connery wouldn't be in a great movie. Uh, if you are like me and have been living under a rock for thirty years, check out Rising Sun for a uh, bit of a cop thriller.
0: Righto. Well, I, as you know, saw read the book and saw this at the opening weekend. Oh, like I read the book and before twice before it, the movie came out, of course. Mm. And it was one of those things where if you know a book very well, and they think I'm going to make a movie of this, you th- I, you, I was mum first in line when that happens. So I always want to think, well, okay, what the, the movie I played in my head when I was reading the book, and mm. wonder how it matches the real thing, right? And how faithful they are that they. They were probably about seventy-five percent faithful to the book. We'll talk about the differences, but mm. I, I've, I've obviously uh, was a fan and have watched it many, many times since that since that uh, period. Let's talk about the cast. Sean Connery plays John Connor, and we've done him. Uh, we talked about him in Red, *Red October*. *Red October*, yeah. We also did him in *The Untouchables*. Oh yeah. Uh, he was also one of the best James Bonds around. We're going to do a Bond film eventually. I've okay. got a couple in mind. Uh, he was also in The Rock, which is on our list as well, about um, Alcatraz. Al- yeah. He uh, died in 2020. Yeah. Died a couple of years ago. Wesley Snipes plays Web Smith. Is this our first Smith. Wesley Snipes? Yes, it is. Yes. Because yeah. I, 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 yeah. I
5: recognized him, but then I'm going, do I know this guy? Yeah.
0: Well, he was yeah. in, he plays Webb Smith. He was in Blade, which is like a vampire sort of thriller. Mm-hmm. Uh, White Men Can't Jump. You might have seen him which with Woody w- Harrelson. Yep. And he was also in Demolition Man opposite Sylvester Sloan. Wow. Yeah. So pretty decent credentials right there. Before we get to the run-through, let's chat about our other great sponsor, and that is Hisense. And Hisense, I think, is a brand that is encouraging customers to go big. Mm. It's actually there. You watch their ads, it
5: says, "Go, go bigger.
0: And they do have TVs. Up to the seventy-five and eighty-five are more common, they they have a ninety-eight-inch TV. Too, yeah, don't they? I mean it's just yeah. killing
5: me now because I have got an eighty-five-inch <laughs> sense and I'm starting to think, hang on, a really, minute. you got a bit of size envy? Oh, mate, there's massive size envy in about. <laughs> But I think a lot, a lot of customers are now
0: thinking, I want a bigger TV. Yeah, and I think that. One consideration, I think what you did was a great idea, was you 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 got the measure measurements and taped it out, taped out on the wall. Get some
5: painter's tape yeah. and just stick it. So go to the Hisense website, hisense.com.au, and every TV has physical measurements, and it'll tell you the measurements with and without the stand. Yeah. Get the measurements without the stand, because you're going to warm out a 98-inch TV course or an 85. Of right. course you are. And then get your tape measure out and measure it around your existing TV if it's on the wall and just put little corners you don't yeah. have to draw the whole box, just draw the corners in painter's tape and then sit back on your lounge. That's a great idea. And go, you know what? That looks amazing. That's what you, amazing. Did. you You got. That's your high what sense. got my wife over you, the line.
0: So, your 85 inch High Sense, that's what convinced you. I said, oh, yes. it's not too big. We
5: had a 65 inch on the wall yeah. and she said, that's perfectly fine. We don't need anything bigger. And then I <laughs> taped it out. She sat on the lounge and went, actually, that fits. Yeah.
0: That's a really good idea. And so, you, you got to remember they do have uh, all, all these sizes in store too. So, you got to remember too that the latest TVs have barely their bezel, So the That's frame right. of the TV, I think a lot of people who've got a, maybe an older TV with a fat frame around it, the physical dimensions of the new larger TV mm. isn't way bigger than what they've already got. That's right. So the physical size of the set. But
5: what I will say is this, if you've got a 65 or even a 75, 10 inches might not sound like a lot in TV terms, but actually yep. it adds a huge amount yeah. to the screen size. Because you remember, it's measured diagonally, right? So you add 10 inches diagonally, you're getting huge amounts extra height and, yeah, width. and width. It really makes a difference. So standing in front of them in a store and or, and uh, high sense have also got that AR app that you can use on their website yeah. too. But anyway, so you can place it in your environment. That's right, that's place right. it in your environment. Yeah. But measure it out, have a look at the size, yeah. and I'm pretty sure you'll convince yourself that, Big is better. And
0: all the movies we talk about here, of course, look much better on a bigger screen. Yeah. And we're talking mini LED backlight technology too. So it's got tremendous, <laughs> tremendous uh, color quality, picture quality, contrast. Watching sport also, it's like you're there watching oh, on yeah. a big screen. And of course, if you're a gamer, hello, who wouldn't want to play their game on a big oh, screen? Yeah. It's got you covered in all of those areas. So do yourself a favor, head down to a store, take your tape measure with you, check it out for yourself, or go to their website, HighSense.com.au. Alrighty, let's jump in here. And I've got to ask you this mm. at the very start. Yeah. Were you confused when this started? Uh, when, yeah.
5: I'm thinking uh <coughs> it was like a you're watching like a Mexican Western sort of well, movie. So you gotta remember, <laughs> I come into it not knowing what this is about. Yeah. But Rising Sun, I mean I assumed it was gonna be a movie in Japan or, so yeah, I yeah. was I had no you did, idea. So what you was had
0: going an on. impression of, of a Japanese
5: That's kind right. of tinge to because it. Because of right. the name.
0: Uh but the the karaoke scene, it turns out, that the guy was singing like the, there was like a good 2 minutes of yes, scenery was and there was just even a, them dog, in a, bar. a dog carrying a severed hand out of a church yeah that was that was some weird some strange
5: stuff yeah. the dog and the hand like an uh, ant uh, uh, an ant farm an ant nest wild <laughs> and then in the bar um you got this uh, japanese bloke i assumed um singing yep. this song quite yep. poorly don't fence me in was don't the song fence he was singing me in. Yeah. and and there was a, a <laughs> woman across a blonde beautiful blonde yes. woman across the bar kind of giving him looks and stares it but then
0: but then she does, but then she does the bolt and Eddie our man Eddie's not happy hey
6: i hate that when you do that
1: i was bored to death
6: well i was having fun
1: well good for you get in no i'm grabbing a cab
4: get in stop it leave
1: me alone eddie
4: don't ever
6: try that again
1: or else. Or
0: else what? So, um, that was he's an angry Eddie, man, Eddie. Eddie Sakamura. So immediately establish established that that's his, his girlfriend or whatever. Yeah, I and and assume he's his, his girlfriend because uh, he's very aggressive he's, he's towards her.
5: And he talks about never happening, don't let it happen again and stuff. Yeah. So it seems to be a so relationship. that really
0: sort of sets the scene with like those two. Yep. Cut to there's a negotiation happening. I think they pan up they this pan big tower. they pan up tall, the big tower. The big tower. And uh, we're in a boardroom and discussing the sale of a tech company, Microcon. Uh, but here's, a, here's what I love about it. I think that we're at the end of the sort of deliberations. And then the two actors. Now, did you recognize these two guys at the table? No. The blonde guy, yeah, Crazy Joe DeVola in Seinfeld. Oh, my Lord, it was too. Yeah. Yes. And the other guy was the guy who was. Uh, who was uh, Fascinated by Elaine, remember he he saw he met her on the oh, subway. Wow! And he made the TV guide. Um, That's wild. That those
5: two are both Seinfeld. Well, you got to remember
0: this was in the mid nineties. Oh, early, this is Seinfeld and time. Seinfeld time was it was flying at this point. Oh, so wow. yeah, they were the two guys at the table, obviously from Microcon. Mm. But how how sneaky was it that? They had the, a bug there to to, to listen in on Zoom. their deliberations.
6: Mr. Yoshida says, mm-hmm. We regret we can go no further. This is our final proposal. Your company will benefit greatly from this new relationship. Now you must decide the fate of MicroCon.
2: That's it, we should close at this price. Let's see if we can hold out to
6: Congress votes. We can't pull back just now. Deals too far gone. We can't back just now. Deals too far gone. They'll suspect if we start to stall. Listen, I'm the stall. last guy who wants to screw Listen, this up. Deals too good. Deals but, too we good. but we have to have some strategy. That's what I'm saying.
4: They're going to stall.
5: So there's sneaky, a lot going on sneaky. here. You've got the you've got the negotiations across the table. Uh, Microcon are obviously the guys they're bugging. Yep. The Japanese obviously want to buy it. But they also talk about Congress passing yeah. a, a bill or, or agreeing to it. So yeah. it feels like there's a government fiduciary interest kind of uh, yep. involvement, which is then where we see a, the a discussions from a, a senator yep. talking about the sale. Senator Morton, to be exact.
3: The deal will put vital elements of our advanced military weaponry entirely under the control of the Japanese. Come on, Senator Warren, that's really a scare tactic. During the Gulf War, they, the Japanese, suggested that they could deny us that weaponry. Well, you're fact, oversimplifying a complex issue now, aren't you, Senator? No, I don't believe Senator, I am. what he's trying to say is, isn't this a case of America looking for a new enemy now that the Cold War is over, an evil empire to replace the Russians? <laughs> Talk about simplifying. <laughs> well, you're the one doing the simplifying, Senator. I'm the bashing. You're I'm... using some powerful
0: language. That's interesting, because uh, you remember this was this was released in the early 90s. Yeah. And at the time, Japan was kind of at the height of its powers in terms of manufacturing yes. electronics. Uh, the mo- motor vehicle, you know, the motor manufacturing. It's, code of motor it's a weird thing, and I don't think our, yeah.
5: our, the next generation would understand this, but I remember as a kid, and we're talking probably more 80s into the 90s yeah. here, but I remember Japan being this powerhouse. That oh, yeah. we, we, as, Anything
0: that was made in Japan kids, was premium. It was like
5: made yeah. in Japan, but also yeah. there was this Japan, you know, Japanese com- people were coming to the country, they were yeah. buying things. It's kind of the same thing you hear now. About the Chinese, yeah, China, yeah. So it's funny how the world, because they they mentioned there, you they know, they mentioned Japan. They're looking, bashing, they're looking yeah. for a different, you know, they've had Russia. Now you're moving. The world does move in cycles, don't you think? So that, that's what So what really, we established yeah. there is the senator is pro. Yes. No, sorry, he's anti. He's anti, he's anti the anti sale, the, the sale yeah. in a big way. That's a like a yeah. media interview that he's doing. So he's anti the sale. He's going to vote against it. That's yeah. what we established in that but moment. But the
0: backdrop is though that there's this this sentiment between America and mm. Japan that that comes out later that's in right. the movie. Uh, next up, we see that there's a gala opening of the new Nakamoto High Rise. Yep. Which is not to be confused with Nakatomi. No. Far out. And there's all drums and they've got the
5: Japanese drums a, and the like guests are coming in. It's a real lavish yeah. event. Oh, you yeah. Know, Spared black tie, no expense. Yeah, Eddie's there. But I think, Eddie is it Eddie that runs upstairs? Yes, he does.
0: Yeah. Yep. So you see all the guests and everyone arriving. They're beating the drums and the two microcon owners come in. Yeah. Um, then Eddie goes up a staircase. Yep.
5: So uh he goes next, up the staircase, yeah. staircase, but there's not a there's not a link directly visually between Eddie going up the staircase and the next shot. Yeah, but you I don't know you are kind of in your head you assume well, that
0: you saw we saw Eddie at the very start of the movie with Cheryl, who we, we That's find right. her name is, and now we so see now Cheryl... you see her in the boardroom with a guy yeah. who we assume what is this Cluedo? Yeah, we assume <laughs> Cheryl in the boardroom, in the boardroom with a candlestick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we assume well it's Eddie. yeah. It's Eddie, yeah. It. Did He'll you assume her. Her? absolutely? So okay. it's Eddie's
5: girlfriend. Yeah, they're getting it on. <laughs> Wow Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um. By the way she Some clothing I'm just going to say yeah. She's stunning Yeah oh, she's
0: beautiful Yeah Like yeah. unbelievable Yes And uh, she's on on her On and the boardroom table But did you remember When it, at the start Of that little scene She said Oh no no I want to do it here Yes So they were going Somewhere else Which we find out later What that is Oh she did yeah. too yeah. So yes. let's let's do it here On the boardroom table yeah. And the guy goes Sure why not why So he, uh, he, turns, he He starts taking a year off And then you see them, her hands go around the neck. Yes. Now, I don't know how, uh, how observant you were, but during the senator's interview on TV, mm. Cheryl was nude, uh, putting I, her makeup on. I was observant. And Eddie was in the background mm. laughing at the interview. Yes. And she was applying makeup mm. to, to her, her neck. neck. So, I'll be honest, I missed that. Yeah, Well, I've, I've watched it a thousand times, so I, I remember. It was I remember, my yeah, first watch. Your so attention was, looking, was elsewhere. I was looking elsewhere. <laughs> But I do, I do recall that she was powdering right. her neck. Yes, which is um, important later yes. in the movie. Yeah, so I'm thinking eh, she might have had a little bit of a uh, bit of uh, history in this area. Right.
5: Well, that's so for for a yeah. first watch. Yeah, that's not evident. Yes. but I'll say straight up, it wasn't straight up a murder. Like it looked to me, like yeah. it was rough. Well, rough you, sex. That's all, what it looked like to me. All you see
0: at that point is the sex. Yeah, but you don't hear about anything. At, you at, see that? Yeah.
5: You see the the choking though, but yeah. that's not an uncommon yeah. thing for someone to is want right? for. Is that right? I'm told. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I understand. What I'm saying is, in the heat of that action, yeah. I didn't get the feeling that she was being murdered. Me neither. No, nah. she was just kinky. She was just yeah. kinky. Yeah. 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 There you go. And I think that was. I think the way that was shot and the way she played the role. It, yeah. You know, showed that. And and she she, did, was, she didn't, was enjoying she it. She wasn't struggling. No, no that's yeah, right. She, she was didn't give a struggle. It. Exactly right. I think you, you were not meant to get a sense of a struggle there.
0: So the, this is we sort of cut now to uh, Webb Smith, who's Wesley Snipes' character, mm. and he, it appears that he's being questioned at an inquiry. He said he had a homicide.
3: Yeah, a homicide. Apparent 601, Caucasian female. I'd say 25 lying flat on her back on the boardroom table like a piece of sushi. Quite a sight.
5: Better get down here.
0: Actually, that that wasn't the inquiry, that was he he was at an inquiry talking about uh, what time did you get the call and then then yeah. that was the phone call it that he received. This, yeah, yeah, it was
5: this kind of weird. Now we go to this point of flash forward, yeah. flash back. It was so he was sitting in front of like
0: a like a board of people. Yeah, like but, but in he's a darkened room, it wasn't yeah. like a courtroom. It, yeah, it was like an interrogation. Yeah, it was yeah. an
5: interrogation. It felt like he'd been dragged to and a corner and there's all people office. sitting behind. Yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but so but that's that was kind the of of flash forward, yeah. and then he he refers to this. You know, I got a call, yeah. and that's the playback that's of the call. call. So yeah, from yeah, yeah. His,
0: from his, from Detective
5: Graham. Which, you only see yeah. that flash forward maybe three times. Two or three through, times the, yeah. through the movie. It's a bit strange. I'll
0: be honest. So we find out though that the woman who we saw earlier yeah. has been found dead after the, her sexual encounter on the boardroom table yeah. at the Nakamoto Building. Now Smith is on his way. He's been. He's told to go pick up John Connor, who has been specifically requested. By the Japanese, like Webb Smith, we find out, is a special liaison officer who deals with, like, remember he's reciting Japanese phrases yep, in the car. That's right. Yep. So he's obviously got some dealings with the yeah, Japanese. He's been called in yeah.
5: because he, oh, Like I, I figured he's been called in, not just because he's a translator, but because he's got a specialty in the culture. Yes. Because you've got to remember there's not just language differences between Japanese and Americans, there's cultural differences. For sure. Yeah. And he's told then to pick up on his way John Connor,
0: who's yeah. Sean Connery's character. He was requested by the Japanese, and we, we learned that he had lived in Japan at one point. Uh, and he, he arrives, and he's, he's, he, after he gets, uh, he gets uh, pipped for being late, <laughs> they're in the car trying to discuss how they're going to deal with things.
2: When we arrive, you take charge of the negotiations. Don't bother to introduce me. Don't refer to me at all. Don't even look in my direction. Keep your jacket buttoned at all times. If they bow, you bow back. Same depth, same duration.
4: Believe it or not, I
2: have done this (laughs) before. You know, I do know these things. And do keep your hands at your sides. The Japanese find big arm movements threatening. (laughs) Keep your voice calm and even. You'll probably find them irritating tonight. But whatever happens, don't lose your temper. I don't lose my temper. Well, that's good to know. Now, when you start to get into trouble... I won't get into trouble. When you start to get into trouble, you'll hear me say, perhaps I can be of assistance. From then on, I do the talking. You stand behind me and don't appear distracted. We may come from a fragmented MTV rap video culture, but they do not.
0: <laughs> it's a very That's great line. So they're on their way. And, and by the way, trying the, to discuss the, the, the
5: thought you get there of Connery is he's a bit of a, uh, he's old school, yeah. but he's also a bit of a, you know, in my way of the highway kind of. Yeah. Well, he knows his stuff. Mm. But then
0: he then he explains the how how the relationship between him and Webb is what he calls the senpai-kohai relationship.
2: Every aspect of your appearance and behaviour will reflect on you, on the department, and on me as your senpai.
4: My senpai? Mm. That wouldn't happen to be anything like master now, would it?
2: No. The senpai is the senior man who guides the junior man, the kohai. In Japan, the senpai-kohai relationship is presumed to exist when the younger man and the older man work together. Hopefully, they will
0: presume that of us.
5: And... This is so. Then they enter this this you know boardroom. So, but before you say that, mm.
0: that was the first reference to him being a black man. So that's not like master, is it? So that's one of many little references that are ticked. See, in there. that's yeah. what I mean by it. Didn't yeah. mean anything to me. Yeah.
5: The 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 character being black meant nothing to me. Yeah. I don't, okay. You yeah. may remind you may remind me during the show of other yeah. bits, but that didn't. This is just was. It's just stuff that wasn't in the book. Yeah. Yeah. It just didn't come across to yeah. me that way. But they go into this boardroom. the you know police yep. crime scene. And they have this conversation with you know the, I guess the lead uh, Japanese yeah. um, negotiator or, or representative. These name's Ishihara. And, yeah. and Webb does lose it. Okay, everything, yeah.
0: everything that Connor said would happen. But what he was happened. saying, to he goes, "Oh, this woman he goes. I don't even know how she got into the party. He goes, she's wearing. He says she's wearing a party dress to me. Have a yeah. Look at her over there. Hmm. And uh, he he sort of starts to sort of denigrate the woman. So he says, "Oh, she's she, she's of no importance." And then. Detective Graham goes, You've got some nerve, you know, talking about this. You know, we're in America. You bas- like.
5: You've basically now got three cops. One yeah. of them is a, you know, proper, you know, um, LA, New York style cop. Yeah, old then school. You, then you've got Webb, who's a bit more proper and, yeah. and, and schooled. And then you've got a old school Connor, who's yeah. also of the, you know, the, the, uh, cultural attache style who yeah. comes in as he said he would he comes in and, yeah, and essentially takes over he
0: does and I what I like about this scene is too that he he comes in and sort of explains himself but then you you learn about the the Japanese sort of trying to save face and trying to look bad in front of mm. their superiors what he ends up doing is he starts talking and then but he loses his temper with this guy yes he goes no you're the one in the wrong here and then he he points over to the photographer
2: mugshots, all of them. Oh, you cannot do this.
0: So all the executives were there. No,
2: you are to blame here. And you will give my detectives any assistance that they need. And I want the name of the person who discovered the body, e and don't you fuck with me.
0: So well, as he explained after that, Mimi goes, I thought you said not to lose your temper. He goes, well, no, <laughs> I didn't. I did him a favour. So the guy that he was yelling at, he would have seen he would have been seen by his superiors as to not cooperating with him, so trying mm. to protect the company. Yes. So he goes,
5: now he owes me a favour. <coughs> Remember he yeah. sort of said that... I still don't quite understand what happened there, I'll be honest. It's a bit yeah, confusing, the well, whole they scenario, were,
0: but... They, he, I think he first asked, oh, you'll need a warrant. He goes, what do you mean? Someone's reported a homicide. We don't need a warrant. We're here. The crime's been committed. Mm. That was the... They're trying to sandbag them a little bit. Yeah, trying to prevent a oh, scandal. Oh no, you get, you get a sense yeah. from the from the get go. The Japanese scandal. don't yeah. want. They
5: just want this body taken away oh, and yeah. the party to resume. That's what they want.
0: So that was that was uh, a pretty fiery scene right there. Mm. Um, he then, as I said, he explains how that guy that he yelled at owes him a favor. Mm-hmm. And did you notice when they walked into the boardroom to have a look around? Uh, Connor pushes on a wall and opens up this opens up to a bedroom. Yeah, yeah. So. And, and uh, so that was, remember when that's she said, I she know, said, let's do it here. Yes. So that's obviously where they were going. So the yep. person had knowledge of that room.
5: Okay.
0: Right. So remember that. Um, and they look at the body, of course, and they see the bruising on her neck. Which, also, she's also yeah. been
5: zipped up, let's be clear. Yeah. So, Yeah. okay. Know, so she's her not- dress her dress zips both ways and it's been okay. zipped up properly. Okay. But they notice all the bruising. And And
0: that bruising was there before. So that, that was their thing. Look, she's got a, these are old bruises. They, they basically say that she's into yeah. this stuff. Yeah. Um, they were then talking about sexual asphyxia, which is sort of the, the explains to the audience that some people get off on being choked out yeah. when during sex. Yeah. Not me, but uh, if, okay. if, that's, if, if that's what floats your boat, then good luck to you. <coughs> and then Graham and Connor get into a bit of a back and forth about trying to discuss what might have happened. Yep.
3: These little guys eat shit all day long in Tokyo crammed into subways working for big companies. They come over here, and suddenly they're rich and free, and they all want to fuck a Rose Bowl queen. And then
2: kill the Rose Bowl queen on the Nakamoto boardroom table? Call the police and create a scandal? Is that your theory?
3: My theory? Mm. My theory is that these guys are known world-class perversion freaks. I got a nose for these things.
2: I'm
0: sure. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> He's so good, Connery. So they, I think. What another thing that um, that Connor notices all is the cameras. The cameras, and mm. and I think they're in the lift. And he stops the lift on purpose. And then a voice comes out. And says, "Oh, gen- gentleman can I help you?" And he goes, well, "Where are you? Where where are what you? What level from? are you on? Is it I love that. This yeah. is a
5: really good moment of you know great policing. Mm. You know, because how do you find the security center? Stop the lift. Ring the bell. Yeah. You know, and then and, and then he goes down there. They go down there. The, the guy there says he's only kind of just come on shift, yeah. but he explains a lot of the stuff. He talks about the gizmo they've got that yeah. can zoom in. He talks zoom about that being out. some amazing <laughs> thing for a camera. And he, I also he said, look,
0: this is a good job, and if something's wrong, they fix it straight away. They're yeah. really efficient. He doesn't like want to do anything to it's lose all his s-
5: job. state-of-the-art gear, which in the early 90s was pretty solid gear oh, yeah, for the yeah, early yeah. 90s. Connery walks into a ne- the next room, which is just full of big tower PCs, yeah. running discs. Yeah. which are essentially recording every level of, of cameras.
0: He notices level 46 has only been recording for two hours, whereas where all the, the others, others have been recording for 12. Yeah, and he goes, hang on a minute. And then I think he finds a little video disc uh, cut, like plastic cover in he the He finds one the, empty in the rubbish. En- an empty yeah. cover. Yeah. yeah. Little so little mini disc. Hang on a minute. What's he's going thinking, on here? what's doing here? Um and then they explain too that they're used to the cameras were installed in that boardroom because that was where that was where the negotiations yeah. were happening before. So they were there to observe the notifications yeah. or, or
5: bug the notifications. Point is though, you get a sense here that this place is high tech. Mm. You've got everything covered, and you also get the sense that Connery is a great cop. Like yeah. I think that whole last scene good and this one yeah. Yeah. is made to build him up as being a Absolutely. good detective.
0: So next, they they see Cheryl Lynn's ID. Remember, they had all her gear. I think she had an envelope with her and her address on it. Yeah, and they go right. Let's go there. And apparently, it was a. I forget the name they gave it. Was like a love nest, sort of where the Japanese take their take their yeah. They go there and it's their like mistresses.
5: behind a behind a sealed door is yeah. this kind of other corridor, and, and, the, and there's all these rooms where people where there's all these, all these scat- beautiful women, scantily clad beautiful women just and lounging around. Basically, yeah. the concept is that Japanese men they put them up have, in these homes, yeah. and then they have these second rooms where they just keep their mistresses, and that's. That's where nice. we'd seen that earlier scene of Eddie love and, nest, and Cheryl. It's the love nest.
0: Yeah. Um, and, yeah, they're, so they're in there and they see Cheryl apartment. They see photos of her with Eddie Sakamura. So they, they think, okay, we know the link here. Yep. Connor knows, at that point says he knows Eddie. But I like this when he, did you see when he, he blows on the mirror and then he sees, he goes, hang on, some photos have been removed here. Mm. So there's some, yep. something's missing here. And then... The woman uh, walked in sort of did you see she was sort of half she half, was uh, she was ready to expose yeah um, she was wearing this very flimsy little little night little gown and uh, I think uh, our man Webb was completely transfixed and she was sort of talking about Eddie and basically implying that he's a real control freak and yep. sort of painting him to be the main suspect here uh, but then they get in the car and discuss it so they're thinking well what what is happening here?
4: woman was about to give up the murder and you just walk away. Maybe I've been bought off by the Japanese. Look, senpai, apple pie, <laughs> whatever it is you want me to call you, we have a murder here. I want to solve it. I don't want to hear two confessions, all right? You know what's true? When something looks too good to be true,
2: then it's not true. Everything she said about Eddie might have been true. But the real question is, why was she saying it?
1: Hmm.
4: OK, why was she saying it? I'm not sure. (laughs) Because she thought Eddie killed the girl. That's why. Look, this Julia woman accidentally wanders to. Nothing
2: is happening accidentally. She's a messenger.
4: Oh, you think someone sent her? Hmm. Okay, who? The bad guys. (laughs) And I suppose they sent her in to find out what we know.
2: Or to tell us what they wanted us to know. Or maybe to slow us down. She certainly slowed you down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what they an accent! Seriously, that is, man's voice is a genius. Yeah,
5: because there was. Uh, what's the other movie we did where he was a cop? Well,
0: um, he was a. It was a. Um, wasn't untouchables. Yeah, that Untouchables. Yeah, okay. and he was he was, an, on Irish. The, on the he was an Irish cop.
5: That's it. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's it's funny because he. He can play his accent. He doesn't oh, yeah. need to do... Mate, he was a Russian with that accent. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. what's so great about Sean Connery. <laughs> so the thing about that scene is it shows the the innocence of youth in terms of being a detective. Yeah. Um, his...
0: But also his experience with the Japanese. That's and what right. What they're willing to so do. Yeah. He, so
5: he's, he's trying to convey to web his knowledge of both the Japanese way of doing these things and the sneaky way of approaching this stuff. And the fact that you can't trust every every confession you hear every source is not true until verified. There's a lot kind of in that little scene there is a lot of, yeah. of learnings about the the two characters absolutely. So they're on their way they see they know
0: Eddie's at a party yep. so they go to see him he's there dancing with a couple of women and the senators there too, you notice as well. Yep. but then they're met at the door there is a security guard there.
2: It's by invitation only, gentlemen.
0: Mr. Sakamura.
2: Mr. Sakamura is not here. That's him. The bad cat <laughs> Mr. Sakamura is not available. Mr. Sakamura is a good friend of mine. I'm sure he's available for me. Gentlemen, you're trespassing. Now, unless you have a search warrant, you'll have to leave. You should know I'm a black belt. But of course you are, dear. You help, Perry? So is Jeff.
3: Okay, fellas,
2: you're leaving. That's assault. I don't want to hurt you. <laughs> they say if you must resort to violence, then you've already lost.
0: What do you think, Jeff? <laughs> I think I'll go be Mr. Sakamora. <laughs> I love that scene. He uh, basically smashed him in the throat with yes. two fingers and just floored the bloke, like oh. absolutely crippled him. Yeah,
5: it was like so quick you don't even <laughs> see it really.
0: Yeah, it's funny. He goes, "Oh, Sakamora's on." He goes, "He's over there. I can see him." Yeah. So, uh, what that? Do you reckon uh, a lot of uh, people, fans of the movie and the book, said that a cop would would a cop normally do that if if they're caught if they're um, having some sort of resistance. If he felt that there, would was, they, um, there was an assault would they have arrested for, for the guy him? to he put him... He could have been he arrested. Would have, yeah. He would have just got his cuffs
5: and gone, mate, you're under arrest. That's yeah. assault. Yeah. And he wouldn't bash him. There you go. But it's it was a bit old much, school. Much man. better though, yeah. I think. Oh, for sure, for the movie. So <laughs> they
0: finally get to Eddie as well. And yep. uh, he goes, yeah, okay, no worries. Let's have a chat. And uh, he, he sort of gives up. He finds out, I think, for the first time that it was Cheryl.
6: Yeah, I heard about that. Some poor girl. You know her, Eddie. Cheryl Austin. Oh, yeah, Cheryl. Mm, that girl. <laughs> mm, too bad. I hear she was a real hentai. Una. You know her better than that. You're putting her up with the imperial arms. Oh, oh that Cheryl. Mm. Oh, I know her real well. She's all over me, Konasan. You're irresistible, lady. Well, that's true. Konasan, she had a big problem. She was a sick girl. She liked pain. Plastic bag over here. and always saying, "More, more, squeeze harder." Squeeze the neck. Oh, squeeze Ooh. the neck. You like that, do you? Me? <laughs> no. I'm a straight meat and potatoes man.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so that just confirms their earlier theory about her and the bruises and whatnot, yep. which is yep. an important validation. It's, it is Absolutely. a police investigation after all. Yep. Um, and so basically, they're thinking, "Hang on a minute." Eddie does say that, like he'll call them he'll later. He'll
0: say, "I'll call and I'll bring you something." Yes. So what they do next is go back to the police station. Do you remember the bloke he yelled at in the outside the boardroom? Yeah. He's he's come there. Remember he's sitting outside, with his head bowed. He's brought him the disc, disc, right? And so they look through that disc. We, there was Webb, Connor, and Graham. You know the Harvey Keitel yeah, character, yeah. and they go through it and see the woman on the table, and then the the they're trying to think. Oh, the guy's not in the light, and then. You see the person look briefly in the mirror. There's one moment yeah. where you see a reflection. And he goes, there. And they and zoom in see on it. And whose face is it? Eddie. Eddie Sakamura. Mm. He goes, there's your man. And they're thinking, so great. we and had the, him the, tonight. The
5: hardcore LA cop is like, right, yeah. there's our man. He goes,
0: oh, we've got his passport. He goes, his passport. Get his ass, not his passport.
5: Yeah. So they think,
0: right, we need to go back there to arrest him. Mm. Okay. And did you <laughs> did you like what he when they went back there? He's got a couple of naked women with him. There's one eating sushi. Nude, nude eating sushi off a woman. As you do, and uh, and the other, well, you know what? Kanye West was at a party this mm. week doing yeah. that very thing. Well, he's a says a unit. lot about him, yeah. yeah, but there was another woman there, and uh, during the whole, there was like a couple of minutes where he's just sort of he's eating the sushi and he's sort of um, you know licking uh, soy sauce off certain parts of her body, and the he picks up a phone. Remember, he makes a call. picks and up a call Outside, the phone. Graham says, "Take a note of this time he's making a phone call." Yeah. And so what they end up doing is they raid, they raid the place, and all hell breaks loose. And then Eddie, you see his car yep. zoom off, police in pursuit. And what happens? That this high speed pursuit, they've come around the bend, and Eddie's car boom blows up. Hmm. And you're thinking, whoa!
5: Hey, by so, the way, yeah, the car, yeah, is. Like a very rare. I'll tell you what that is later. Oh, no, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm well aware what it is. Okay, right. There's only, there's only 22 Amer- of them Amer- made. American made car. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. You've done your research. Yeah. I'm so, pretty sure that was not actually crashed. There's only
0: 21 of them left after that <laughs> yeah, one, by the way. So, yeah, he's uh, apparently his toast right there. So, now um, what we see next is they're thinking, well, the case is
5: over. Yeah. Eddie did it. Certainly, I'll old, old make Graham the, the hardline cop, I like yeah. to call him. Is now like well, we got the guy. Yeah, we saw the over. photo. We yep. know he's in the car. He's dead. Gone. Go Case later. closed. Thanks so. Very much.
0: Webb, Next thing we see is Webb woken up by a phone call, and told he needs to meet Connor at the golf club. Hmm. Um, but he also he gets his messages read back to him, and he he also finds out that there that he he I think Connor. One of the first messages was Connor saying, "Okay, meet me at the golf club." Yeah. And, but he finds there was another message there.
5: 2.10 this morning, Mr. Eddie Sakamura. Eddie Sakamura? Be correct. 2.10 a.m. message reads, urgent, must speak about missing desk. So and that it, was the time yeah. that they were looking through the window and saw him make the call. That's right. So that was the call at 2.10 a.m. That a. was the exact call they exactly. made before they did the raid.
0: So he, he did call him, so that wasn't... So now uh, he's thinking, hang on a minute, yeah. he,
5: he was actually calling me. With information. Yeah. so, so he,
0: he rushes to see uh, Connor at the golf angry course. Angry too. You, did you like this? He's sort of racing up to the in the golf cart, and before he gets there, Connery just nails like an eight iron straight on the green. Great shot. Yeah. And then when it's time for the boss to have a shot, he's he's yelling out, and right in the middle of his shot, he interrupts. He the just shot. He, he embarrasses old yeah. Connor. He goes, "Oh, sorry, goes, Mate. You you'll have, have that again without penalty." <laughs> and uh, yeah, so but he then explains. Eddie explains that um, that he's got some information to share with him and they say, right, they go, that they think, well, the disc potentially could have been tampered Altered with. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's seeing as there's a missing disc, they decide to take it to someone, uh, a female, uh, who they decide to have a look at it to see what's what.
1: So let's look at the colour shift in the pixels.
3: Yeah, let's look at those pixels. <laughs> pixels
1: have been doctored. See the blue edge? This disc's a copy.
4: A copy? Wait a minute. What you're saying is that somebody put Eddie's face there and it's really somebody else's reflection?
0: Come on, that's bullshit.
1: Bullshit? Where have you been, Lieutenant Smith? You don't think
0: video can be altered? So don't forget, this was in the early 90s. That's pretty savvy, savvy uh, job to do. I mean, in, you in you the can... end,
5: a lot of what we're seeing in this movie is actually yeah. now the kind of thing that you could just do with you AI can, and whatnot. It easy, it's yeah. quite amazing. Um, Tia so Carrera by they, the way uh, Famous for Wayne's Carrera, world In my, yeah, exactly. in my world <laughs>
0: Good, cool they, um, They're they trying to work out Who doctored the disc yep. um, and But they know that There are people That are onto them they, they suspect they're being followed He goes look I think Connor tells He goes you know what Your car's probably bugged So you know Just keep that in mind mm. But uh, they know They're being tailed And here's another area Another section of the movie Where they use his black The fact he's a black man right. To help them you remember they're driving through this dodgy neighborhood oh. and he know he knows all the oh, Okay, that's gets, a very good point. These guys have on our tail, look after them. So they sort of help they help
5: uh, so how the, does that handle in the book? Where do they get that, that the whole book. thing doesn't It's not happen. in the book.
0: Yeah. So that's another scene that they've added, sort of utilizing his blackness okay. to help uh, stop the Japanese from right, following yeah. him. Yeah. Uh in the meantime, as well, Connor has contacted Senator Morton. Mm. And while at the same time, Webb and Tia Carrera are looking at the disc, and Webb's flirting his head off to her. Massive. Because we don't know who
5: she is at at this point. She's just a a contact who knows uh, video analysis or something, we think.
0: We also know that there's a reporter who, played by Steve Buscemi, sniffed around about allegations against Webb Smith. After a previous inquiry,
3: I'm told the DA's office is about to reopen the investigation. No, no comment? No! Uh, Captain Connor, do you have any comment on the charge of Japan bashing that we left against you tonight's paper?
1: Hey!
2: Hey? Hey is for horses. What is Japan bashing? What does it mean? All animals are created equal except the Japanese? You stupid little shit. Fuck off.
1: <sighs> Can I caught you on that, sir. <laughs>
0: So they're trying to locate now the original disc, and what they do, they go to see, you know, the, the boss, the boss of Nak- Nakamoto, yes, who yes. he played golf with. They go see him, and they get a bit of a background, and they learn how they got involved with Microcon. So right. that's sort of a bit of a a, bit of a, um, a look at how that relationship evolved. Mm-hmm. But then they go meet up with our man Senator Morton, who has done an absolute Olympic class backflip.
3: Senator. Are you comfortable with this new position? Absolutely, because I don't view it as a new position. I I, I view it as a modification of the. And that's exactly what it is, a modification. And so far the response has been 10 to one in favor of the way I've modified my position.
2: Modified?
3: Senator, it's a total reversal. No, not at all. It's simply a refinement of my earlier views. (laughs) Foreign trade invigorates America. I've always been a proponent of fair trade, free markets. But
2: always. you were against the sale because it put our advanced weaponry entirely in the control of the
3: Japanese. Well no, that's really vastly simplified.
0: <laughs> Which is very what they political. told him
5: as well. <laughs> it's, very, it's such a, that's so well written as a politician. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a politician backflip would always be, you know, refinement of my position or whatever. It's very well done. So at this point, Webb
0: is being told, his, I think his ex-wife's on the phone, and goes, I'm taking our daughter away because remember that, that report report, around, around about what happened and he finally, though, confesses. He just comes to out absolutely yeah. clean to he Connor. He tells Connor.
4: It was a domestic violence call. A kid is in the crib screaming his head off. I pull back the covers, and there laying next to the kid is a kilo of white brick. Graham says that we can't make the arrest, that the search is invalid, that the wife can't testify against her husband, and that any decent lawyer will beat this. The woman is screaming. The kid is screaming. I'm losing my mind here. Suddenly, the husband walks in with an envelope this thick with $100 bills. And he says to me, thank you, officer, for all your help. Thank you very much. Graham turns to me and gives me the nod. And you took the money. What was I supposed to do, man? I mean, my wife, my wife was pregnant. Health insurance didn't cover. We had bills up to here. Yes, yes, I took the money. Me and Graham split it. Now you're the only one that knows about it
5: did not see that coming yeah pretty big confession because normally especially in in movies and tv shows where mm. there's a you know allegation in the past mm. or there's an iab investigation well, no or whatever no one knew no one knew there was just no yeah, suspected but, yeah but so they've had this thing happen it was investigated it was it was pushed away before but normally mm. a star character like this would be innocent of the previous, but he's just come out clean and gone, yeah. oh, it was us. But like there, I, got five, I I was just, yeah, he, that was an interesting. He also turned around
0: on him. Remember when he picked him up from the golf course and they gave him an envelope at the golf course? He, he goes, hang on, him. he goes, you're talking about me. He goes, what's that he gave you? He goes, hey, what he gave him was a membership. He goes, it's not cash, golf- it's a membership. Yeah. He goes, membership yeah, what's the that worth? Yeah. It's like 150,000, he said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty good. I wish I could get a guess. Yeah, I was going to say, I wouldn't mind an LA membership. So now Webb is on his way back to his apartment. Yep. yep, worried that his daughter's been taken away, and they get back to his apartment and they not only find that his daughter's still there, but they also find Eddie. Eddie, did that shock you? Or what you thinking? Uh, hello, yeah, yeah, he's still alive. He tells them it was Tanaka that was killed uh, in the crash.
6: He liked the women and drugs too, and for that, give me good information. Ah, and they also try to set you up as the murderer. Well, you know, he was playing both sides. Look, I'm still alive, he's still dead. He double-crossed me, but I double-crossed him better. Uh, He's afraid to get caught with me, so he uses my car and kills himself. Uh, I didn't like the color anyway.
5: So, so he's this in is the, the apartment. Point. He gives him the disc. The only thing that's overplayed here, because so this is pretty fun. Eddie yeah. gives him over the disc. Now yeah. there's uh, there's people converging on the apartment yeah. to get Eddie. or well, whatever. Graham's
0: outside the apartment trying to pressure Webb to say, yep. listen, mate, they're, they're sniffing around like us. Like it's all Keep happening, shut. right? Yeah, yeah. But you've got
5: um, Eddie's uh, daughter and I assume yeah. mother are there. Mother-in-law, yeah. Which is just all a bit like there's not a lot of attention paid to the fact that there's guns and stuff now being pulled yes with the daughter in I mean it's a They're bit strange
0: they said well we're, we're going to get Eddie out yeah uh, graham it looks like graham's given up their location to the yes. nakamoto guys you see him down there with them yeah and then connor like you see graham and sitting next to sitting next to him is some bloke who's unconscious in the front seat you don't know he's unconscious and then connor suddenly he cracks he cracks graham and he he puts him to sleep as well mm um, and he Eddie then tries to – I think he, he goes his own way down the back stairs. He's confronted by all these, these people, and one of them pulls out a sword, and at the end, end of that, he's he's ended up he's being gone. killed. He's brown red. And then Webb, is, Webb who stands over him, gets shot. Think but we
5: he... early saw him put on a vest, so we yes. kind of know straight away so he's, he's okay. Be okay. He was wearing a vest. But then we flash straight back now. He's back in front of the inquiry. The inquiry, yeah. This it is
0: – So we've sort of taken forward again now. Don't you think it's a
5: long time between flashbacks?
0: It is. is. Um, Normally in a movie
5: like this, there'd be other moments of flashback. I just feel like there's so few flashbacks. That whole part of it is a bit weird. The thing with
0: Michael Crichton novels, they're all set over a short period of time. Like, remember Disclosure? That's another one of his. That was set on, started on Monday, ended by Friday. Uh, Jurassic Park was like a a day, a day and a half. This one was a similar thing. It was like two days, okay. really compact, the timeline. Um, so, yeah, he's back in front of the uh, inquiry and, he, and he's, look, he's told that Eddie was caught in a, in a gang, war, gang war. He says, we want you to take a leave of absence. And they're thinking, and do you know where Connor is? They don't know where Connor is at this point. Mm. So we, we need to do a bit of regrouping. <clears throat> but Webb, he obviously knows where Connor is, so he goes back to, to Connor, who's in the lab with, the, with our girl Tia, watching now the, the original, original disc. disc with the one Eddie gave. Earlier got. in the
2: evening, Eddie and Cheryl made love, <clears throat> but at the party she met another man, her secret lover, her backdoor man. Uh, someone at Nakamoto must have suggested that they use the executive bedroom on the 46th floor. But they never got beyond the boardroom table. Here comes your ghost. Eddie. Yeah. Before they erased him. He's hey. letting her get killed. Now I've seen her go through this before. The Gasper routine. Funny old world, eh?
4: But I thought Eddie was supposed to be the jealous lover. Oh, yes, but
2: a stronger passion overtook Eddie his loyalty to his father's keretsu. They also wanted to purchase microcon. But don't forget, there's a Kerchum war going
4: on. Come on, who is it? Who is it? Senator Morton. Hmm.
2: Eddie probably offered it to the senator as a form of hospitality.
0: Do you remember the very start of that audio where you said earlier in the evening Eddie and Cheryl made love? Because hmm. in the book they play up the fact that they find his sperm, ah, his okay, pubic yeah. hair on her. Because they, well, they talk about that here. They say yeah. it's Asian uh, pubic yeah. hair, it's Asian yeah. DNA. So everyone's everyone's thinking, well, it's got to be him. Yeah, all, all signs point. But we find out that we this, we see the senator there, right, who mm. was choking her and, and having sex with her, mm. but did he kill her? Well, that's the big that's question, That's the whole right? question, and we find out a little bit more.
2: So, Senator Morton killed her? I'll wait till you see the rest of the disc. We know that they used this situation to blackmail Senator Morton. They pinned the murder on Eddie by doctoring the disc. But why was Eddie protecting him? Because the senator was voting the way Eddie wanted him to vote. This is about who would control Microcon. Whoever controlled the senator would control the fate of Microcon.
1: Now this is the part of the disc we never saw before. There, you see that?
4: Yet yeah, a clock. It's moving.
1: No. <laughs> the girl. She's moving.
4: Holy shit. She's alive.
2: She was alive. Until... Now who the hell is this? Someone who's been observing and knows the exact location of the hidden cameras.
0: So someone came in and finished her off, but mm. you still don't know who that is. No. So how's that? You thought it was Eddie and it wasn't. You the thought it was of- the senator and it wasn't. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't kill her. Yep. Then there's this other person's in the scene. Who the hell is this yeah. now? So the mystery is deepening. Um, They say, look, I think um, they they see that the... They so said, look, they're not going to get away with this. And what they do, really clever ploy here, is I think they mentioned, you know, we're going to set fire to the bushes so the yes. snakes can come out. Yes. And so what what they do is they start faxing frames of the video to,
5: to, the, to senator. the senator. Because they'd earlier been at the senator's place and seen him personally yeah. taking the faxes off, looking at them and yep. getting encouraged by I them. I so he, he loves his fax his machine, wife. basically. His wife's
0: in a, in a wheelchair and mm. she sees also these little, these pictures coming through yeah. as well. And uh what he does, he he makes a call to his contact at Nakamoto. He
3: had an agreement. He said nothing would happen. We had a deal.
6: <laughs> yes, sir.
3: Just see what I just got on my fax machine.
6: You I understand.
5: Fixed.
1: You Thank that you very much. kind of you to call. You said that the fucking technology would protect
5: me. <laughs> With well, the bloke just basically hanging out. The bloke up goes, thanks for the call. And so hangs the senator's up. like, well, hang on, I've been left high and dry here. I'm yeah. stranded. He's now got someone faxing him photos. The Japanese are not giving a rat. Yeah. So he feels like he is in big trouble. So he just decides to take a gun to the head. He offs himself.
0: Yeah. At this point, Connor and Webb now walk in on the board meeting to talk to Yoshida, who's the boss, you know, his mate that he played golf with. Yeah. And they tell them they've got the real disc. Uh, and the the guy who says he was protecting the situation remember he he comes up and he sort of confesses to the boss that look I was just trying to yeah. do my best for the company and then they play the disc and they go well who's that and then he points out "Did you remember that blonde lawyer the guy, mm-hmm. the guy? uh they say it's him and then boom they're off they chase him through a building site foot
5: chase yeah. yeah
0: and what we see here though is that uh, Connor and Webb are there, and they're they're, they're surrounded by all these gangsters. Are thinking, look, okay, don't don't and lose eye contact. You, I think we saw yeah. them
5: earlier because they talked about um, these gangsters are out to get Webb because yeah. he killed Eddie. Yeah. So basically, they're Eddie's men. They thought that he did, defending yeah. the life of Eddie earlier, and now because Eddie is dead, they're now legit defending the life of Eddie, and they're now out to get this bloke well, who's well,
0: being chased through the construction site. But then we see though, like they didn't, they wanted all they did was slow them down. I think what what Eddie's Eddie's other guys were in the building site yeah. as well. Oh, he's got guys. Yeah, and they they find out that they they caught up with the bloke they were chasing and toss him into the foundation in the concrete. Yeah. So that he's never going to be seen again. Yeah. And so that was Eddie's mates who sort of they they avenged his death. Yes. Uh so case closed and Connor and Webb are walking are walking out of the building and this is really cool about when he's They have this little discussion right near the end uh, and discussion of a key.
2: If you sit by the river long enough, you will see the body of your enemy floating by.
4: Konosan. I want to thank you. I feel like I should repay you with something. Repay me? For what? The key. The key? Ah, yes, the key. The key is, uh, don't talk about it, just do it. The kohai talks. The senpai knows. And if I want to be a senpai, then... The key. What? The key to your car.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He thinks they're having a moment. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
2: today at golf, we'll be discussing how I can help Nakamoto pull out of the microcon deal without losing face. Kiretsu
4: us. Exactly.
5: Kiretsu. That's funny. Because you know his web thinking, he's they're having a moment. He's having a learning moment. He's he's basically turned to the point where now he he does see him as a mentor. Yeah, he he does see him that way. And in the end, he's not giving a rat's about that. He just wants to unlock the car. But also, this is the point too where he's driving out to your carrera home. Yeah, and he 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 works out. Hang hang on a a a minute. You when he first here. came to pick Connor up, there was a woman behind a curtain. There was a pair Pointing of women's shoes.
0: Yeah, so
5: that's, him. that's Connor's his doing his best.
0: That's his girl doing very well. Doing very Connor. well, Connor. Yeah, yeah. Now a couple of good lines here too, uh, and both from uh, from the uh, Graham character, which was played by Harvey Keitel.
3: Step aside, pal.
2: You come down already.
3: Yeah. Well, now I go back up maybe come down go up ten times more, Okay? We're still the fucking police in our own country.
0: (laughs) This is a good one, too, when he's talking about, um... when Graham sees how Connor's dealing with the Japanese. Tell your pal
3: they got a contest. The one who kisses the most asses wins a free Toyota. Hey,
2: Graham. Want some sushi? Nah. I get a craving for mercury, I'll eat a thermometer.
0: So he is uh, – how did that happen? I think it's book v. film here. Right, okay. okay. The murderer's identity was changed from the book. Oh, really? The book um, – not explained by the director, but in the book, it's Ishigoro, which is the Japanese guy who, who said that I was trying to help the company. Right. That, yes. that it was him.
5: Because it doesn't make sense that it's him, to be honest. Yeah. He's the, he's the fixer for yeah, the Japanese. That's he's right. the guy that would fix such a problem.
0: Now, the in the book – the character of Webb Smith, his name was actually Peter, Peter Smith. Oh, ah, right? it couldn't be Peter. And he was, yeah, and he was now – apparently he was Caucasian. You, you didn't, there was no reference to him being black. Ishiguro – Not many black men called yeah, Peter. that's right. <laughs> was became Ishihara, which is the guy who confessed to trying to help the company. Yeah. Um, And the identity of the murder was changed from Ishiguro slash Ishihara to Bob Richmond, mm-hmm. so the American guy. Yeah. I, th- I don't know whether that was to – they didn't want to pin it on a Japanese character. Yeah, because it doesn't make was any sense. Was that sensitive to sort of have that? But It really yeah. doesn't make any – actually doesn't but make any the, sense. But the ins and outs of all these little double crosses in the book that reads brilliantly. Really? You think you're, you're thinking, what's next? It's yeah, a real page turner. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I mentioned sort of the whole racial thing with between Smith and yep. Connor and how there were points in the plot where – that when they were being chased by Eddie's Eddie's gangsters, he he got them. He led them into South Central and yeah, you know, help us stop mm. Them. Mm. Um When when Connor protests, Smith counters. He says, "Rough neighborhoods may be America's last advantage. so of we we can protect ourselves here." Mm. And um, the yeah, so they, they, they were. They, these are the things that were not in the book. Right. These were just purely in the film. Oh, uh, well, here's a plot hole too. Senator Morton receiving a colour fax
5: machine. Yeah, that colour was very facts. weird.
0: Yeah, yeah. And on a, on a model that was actually way too uh, simple to accept that sort of uh, – I don't even know, remember there being facts. such a thing as a yeah. colour fax, but anyway. <clears throat> also too, when you see uh, the murderer who was Bob Richmond – Thrown into the the mold, the cast molding for the foundation mm. into that liquid concrete, yeah. and how he sinks into it. Yeah. Apparently, that that would, that would have, never happen. Concrete's too dense; be yeah. it's twice as dense as the human body would have floated. So, would it, he would have been, need to be weighed down to sink? Oh. Like that. Also,
5: I don't think you'd ever see a, yeah. a, a vat of concrete <laughs> as deep not, as a human not. because it would normally be uh, steel reinforced. It's
0: massive. Yeah, um, the character of Cheryl Lynn Austin things, mm. you, things you might not know now. Okay. That She was played by Tatiana Patiz. She, she was fancy. a supermodel. Oh. She actually <sighs> passed away in January this year of oh, breast cancer. Really? Yeah.
5: died oh, of breast sad. cancer. Yeah.
0: beautiful. In the book, the Japanese used high-definition cameras with videotape. Mm-hmm. In the movie, it was changed to yes. recordable laser discs, v- yeah. VCDs. Um, the scene at the country club, did you notice this, when Senator Morton tells the detectives as, if the battle can't be won, don't fight it? That's actually a quote from The Art of War oh. by Sun Tzu. I think he says that in the movie, doesn't he? does, he? Yes. yes. Did you notice, you noticed the car already, that was a Vector W8. Yeah. American-made supercar with a top speed of 242 miles per hour, which would be about 3, 380, 390 miles yeah. per kilometer. Only
5: three hour. were ever made in red. Ah. Um, I, there's a disparity between whether there was 19 or 22. So of them did you make. look this up? What's the car in Rising Sun? What do you have? Yeah, 100. percent yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, it's no, straight so away because so it's not. Well, like, I thought it was a, for a Lamborghini. Contage. Yeah, it, it looks a little Lambo style, but yeah. it's you know very American because it's okay. uh, of the of the way it's built. But, um, but yeah, that specific car was auctioned in. I feel like it was in 2014 that I found yeah. it on like a, a, an auction site for like 300,000 American dollars. Oh, was that all? That was like 10 years ago. Did you also notice, and I'm
0: sure you never noticed this, but do you remember when they found out that the video, the disc had been doctored, Mm. and they were trying to work? This was this was a part of the movie. I reckon they cut it. They could have cut it out. The whole going to visit the lab. Yeah, they went to the lab to see to talk to this bloke who may have done it. Yes. The building where they went to investigate the Hamaguri building. um, That's the same building that they used for Starfleet headquarters in Star Trek, (laughs) Star Trek Voyager. Wow. All righty, three questions for Trent. All right, hit me. Does Webb Smith keep his job as a detective?
5: Oh, for sure. Oh, but because, of, no, yes, because Connor doesn't give him up yeah. and there's no evidence okay. that, he, that he did the thing.
0: Question two Does John Connor retire or stay on consulting for the Japanese? He, he's, he's a, he, he retired. He's not a cop. He plays a, golf. He plays golf. He's a golfing
5: yeah. conduit for the Japanese into the Americans.
0: Question three Whatever becomes of Microcon?
5: Oh, great question. Yes. Microcon. Well, I mean, obviously they've got some great technologies. Um, they get they someone else buys them. They're bought by Apple <laughs> <laughs> or Microsoft, uh, maybe, maybe.
0: <laughs> All righty, that is the uh, at the end of the podcast. Rising Sun, give us your wrap up and your rating.
5: Yeah, I quite enjoyed it. Um, look, it's not. I think for me, there was probably too many twists and turns. It felt too like staged in that yeah, sense. Yeah. So I think there was a bit too much of that. I wonder if the book would be more enjoyable book in was that so sense. So much better. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I like. It, it was a great movie. But I just felt like it dragged on a bit. There was probably a few scenes you could easily lose like that That yeah. one we talked about That's just then. whole section you could have got rid for of. For me, it. it's probably a seven.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm an eight. I, I, I still rate it. I just, just love watching Sean Connery. He's a genius. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm glad you you yeah, man, I loved you, it. You, you, you rated that. That's no, a good movie. So seven for you, eight yep. for me. All righty. Should we talk about next week? Let's go. Next week, we're watching a film released in 2016 oh. starring Michael Keaton.
5: Okay. It's called... The founder.
0: Have you heard oh, of this movie? This is
5: the this is the McDonald's one. Yes. I've I think I've watched this on a plane. Oh, okay. Well, I feel like does, I've watched this on a plane. Yes. This is a story, good movie. Yeah,
0: it tells the story of how the McDonald's empire was built.
5: Oh see now all I want to know next week is yeah. all the the um you know fact and fact fact versus fiction segment. Definitely because I feel like there's a lot of license in that movie from memory. A little bit. Yeah.
0: Now, your millionaire question. Okay. Now, in the movie, we see the McDonald brothers yeah. start up the restaurant. Where was the first oh. – where did they build the first restaurant? Was it A, Detroit, Michigan, B, San Bernardino, California, C, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, or D, New York City? I feel like San Bernardino. Correct. <laughs> yeah. San Bernardino, California nice. was the very first restaurant built by the McDonald brothers. Yeah, it felt like a very L.A. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's our movie next week. Looking forward to it. Well, oh, you've one. got some idea
5: on that movie. That's yeah. good. We'll have a good chat about that one. I've but, definitely uh, seen it. I think I watched it on a plane once. Okay, well, next
0: week it'll be called The Best Movies You May Have Seen. <laughs> okay. But for this week, that was Rising Sun. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did bringing it to you. Trevor, we'll talk next week. The Founder. Talk to then.